What's going on? We're here at Pop Your Shit. It's our first episode one. I'm here with my nephew, Karan. Whoop, I am here. First off, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you guys all my personal business and shit, <laughs> but I'm going to give you a little snippet of me. My name is Ronald. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving you my last name. I might have warrants out, but I better known as BK Ohm. Spell my name, B-K-H-O-M-M-E. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I'm a self-taught makeup artist living in Brooklyn, East New York. I'm an introvert. I don't take shit from people. I will read your ass in a heartbeat. I'm originally from Savannah, Georgia, so yeah, I'm a Southern Belle, damn it. What about you? All right, I am Karan. Welcome to Pop Your Shit. This is our debut episode. A uh, little bit about me. Uh, first and foremost, I'm a stand-up comedian. It's my favorite thing to do. Okay. Uh, uh, my day job is I, I, I manage a movie theater. I'm not going to tell you how which one it is because I don't want y'all to come uh, beat me up. Uh, I'm a sports junkie. I love sports, football, basketball, all that good stuff. Um, this isn't my first podcast. Uh, uh, shout out to my old podcasting mate, Hugo Nerio, very funny guy. Conspiracy to Kill will live forever. Um, and the last thing I always want people to know, uh, the people who will be listening to this, uh, listening to the audio, uh, I'm fat. Uh, that will play <laughs> a huge role in things. Um, so this is pop your shit. Go ahead and tell them what we're going to be doing, Ron. Well, today we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. First off, we're talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, George Floyd, racism against black men. And the BET Awards, we're talking about the City Girls album dropping, we're talking about Takashi 69 and Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj, we're also going to be talking about um, yeah, Elijah yeah. Um, McClain, and um, you know, man, just some shit, whatever comes to our head, we're going we, to talk about it. We're going to get real serious for a little bit, and then we're going we gonna, to we gonna keep it a little light, we're going to have some fun. Alright, so uh, first thing we're going to is uh, George Floyd, obviously that's been the that for what has it been a month and a half now? That's been yeah. the, the the main thing going on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how you feel about what one what happened to George Floyd, and then uh, how do you feel about the backlash, the back like the aftermath of everything that happened? I feel what happened to George Floyd was very fuck up. Like, how do you sit on a man's neck? Well, not sit, but kneel on a man's neck for like eight minutes when he's in handcuffs, like. And you, the guy was motionless for three minutes, and you still sit there. You still sat there until the fucking ambulance came. Okay, so let me ask you this: How do you feel like uh, George Floyd's situation differs from uh, Eric Gardner, Tamir Rice, all the other? There is no difference. It's 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 white white police officers against a uh, black male. Okay. Uh, one thing I noticed is the the reaction for George Floyd's um, situation has been a lot stronger than... Because uh, this is not the first time, right? We could we could all agree that it's not the first time. It's not and... the first time. I would say right now, we're tired. Uh-huh. We're tired of police killing us and they're getting away with killing us. Like, come on. How many more black men are you going to kill and just say, oh, well, he resisted arrest. Let's move on to the next Negro. And the crazy part is it's still going on because even way past the whole George Floyd thing went viral. There's been a couple more situations. Uh, Elijah McClain. Mm-hmm. There was a young man in Atlanta, Georgia, who got put in a chokehold. There was a young man in New York of all cities who got put in a chokehold after the chokehold was <laughs> deemed illegal. So, you know, uh, I just think, to me, in my opinion, I just feel like it's 
coming to the point to it's coming to the point where we realize like cops don't really care. No matter who goes they viral, don't. no matter what store gets looted, no matter what laws get changed, no matter who gets suspended. The dude matter of fact, the dude, um the 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 cop, uh he was in Walmart like the shopping. Day, he was in Walmart the day after, after he posted a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail. Dog. Number one, who in the hell posted his bond? Because I know good goddamn well he's not making that much money to post a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail. And he's out in the store shopping, and I think it was a. a, a African um African American female approached him was like, "What nah, are you doing in here?" I don't even. I, th- I think it was, so? white, I was think a white. I think it was a white female uh, behind the camera. Well, whoever, to me, whoever. whoever she was, she did the right thing because uh, I would approach his ass and be like, "Yo, what's going on? Like, you're one of the most hated men in the world, uh-huh. and you're out shopping buying Oreo cookies, like it's nothing." But more than that, look at what does that tell you about uh, a man who who was a part of a killing that sparked. Um, a little mini revolution, right? Yeah. And then he got out on bond, and he felt comfortable enough. He didn't have on no sunglasses. He didn't give a shit. He is like, what does that tell you about how comfortable he, he is? didn't? He didn't give a shit. You see what I'm saying? So, to me, I think it says a lot on on where we are and where the mindset is for uh, not just New York police, but all police. The police culture: of we can do what we want, we gonna get away with it. Mm-hmm. And you know, to me, it's just it's crazy to me, like. As much looting that got done, as much protest that got, I still feel like we ain't make no progress. We really haven't made any. Pro- That's just my opinion, right? I feel like, uh, you know, people will say like, I see people on social media on Twitter saying like, you know, uh, like when when little stupid shit gets done, like, okay, I think Mayor De Blasio defunded uh just the police department yeah. one billion dollars, like, yeah. and like. That's cool, but it's really not cool. Like it's not cool yo, because we the, still need the police. The crime rate is still high. Like yo, the fact that you can take one billion dollars <laughs> from a police department, like what the fuck are y'all? What, like, bro, to me it's crazy, right? And to me, I feel like you know I see people uh from from the beginning of the situation, it was uh people were looting and setting shit on fire, and I was all for that. I was cool with that too, but. I mean, you know, I was for it too. Cause I, feel, I, I I wanted a Gucci bag real bad from somebody, <laughs> but you know, I, feel, I got that for you for the low. Okay. But I feel like like now that things have uh, calmed down and you know things have gotten peaceful, there's not nothing really like nothing really burning no more. Yeah. And we still really haven't gotten much. You know what I mean? And I feel we like haven't. we we don't really keep our foot on their neck when we get in, when we they giving us. They, you know what it's like? It's like when you give a um when a kid is acting out and you give him a little toy to shut up. Okay. It's like we was acting out and they giving us little little peanuts to make us kind of shut up and Same, feel better. Shut up, we, but they're not up, really yeah. giving us nothing that yeah. nothing of substance. You know what I'm saying? We not getting nothing. And I feel like we need to um as a people understand that what they giving us right now isn't isn't anything really. It's it's kind of like they just trying to shut us up. They trying to get us to stop burning. They're trying time. to shut us up. I believe they made an arrest because they know that if, if they did not make an arrest that the people were still going to tear up shit. And arrest doesn't mean he's going to be convicted. Arrest means not. How, mean, it, it means how many people nothing, have been yeah. arrested and 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 not convicted? Like, OJ got arrested. And, OJ got arrested and he didn't and get we know OJ Come did on, that like, shit. To me, <laughs> you know, it's the the state of where we at is really concerning. And you know, I wish uh like everybody who was who was going hard and was and when I say looting, I mean like 
not looting to go steal for the Gucci bag that you want. And I'm going to get you it for your birthday. Don't worry about that. But like, you know, Gucci. really, really protesting with a purpose. Mm-hmm. I feel like we never keep our foot on their neck. Like, I feel like the second they try to throw us little things like Juneteenth is going to be a federal holiday. Juneteenth should have been a federal holiday. It should have. And, uh, you know, they throw little trinkets at us like that, like and- it's a toy. And we 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 keep, we let up. We don't keep our foot on their neck. And I feel like that's something we gotta improve on. We we can't stop. We gotta keep going until we get what we deserve. I agree with you one hundred percent. And um, yeah, that's just how I feel about. I mean, I saw so much going on. I saw so much, and then I saw so much ignorance on my timeline. I mean, people talking about black on black crime. I'm not even gonna get into that because we got a segment. We got a segment for that at the at, at the end. So. I'm not gonna get too. I'm not gonna dig too deeply on that, but the fact that people and, and it's not even it's like black people bringing up black on black crime when we talking about cops. If I kill you right now, I'm going to jail for it. Exactly. And that's the difference. Exactly. But like I said, I don't want to dig too deep on that because we got something for that a little okay, later. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, we wanted to talk about another thing, right? So when the George Floyd killing happened and when the, when this uh, movement was at its peak. You know, a lot of companies started sending those emails, you know, the PR emails that go like, we stand with you. And uh, tell me how you feel about that, because I don't want to take up all the airtime. So go ahead and go ahead and give me give me your piece. I feel that some of these companies are jumping on a bandwagon because they know if they don't say anything uh-huh. that their sales are going to are going to go down. You know, we have to realize that black people are big spenders mm-hmm. in the economy. Like we're the one, everything. we're the one going and buying Gucci and Versace mm-hmm. and Christian Lubintons when we get our tax money. Lubintons? I don't buy Lubintons. Well, Lubintons, what they call the red bottom shoes. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what the hell you talking about. <laughs> but uh, like uh, off of that, I feel like uh, many companies, and I feel like the one that stuck out for me was Netflix, right? Yeah. Because. Netflix, uh, they they sent me the email. To, we stand with you, right? Yeah. And if you and remember, they, and they even have a Black Lives Matter section. Uh huh. Even that is a little. We uh, I don't want to get too deep into that, but even like the little Black Lives Matter section is a little weird to me. But um, I feel like I remember when Monique, right? Okay. When Monique was uh saying that Netflix lowballed her for her deal, right? Okay. And she was saying, well, she's a black female comedian, right? Yes. And um. I forgot. I think it was Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. They, Amy Schumer got paid triple her um what, what they offered um Monique, right? Yeah. And Netflix never really addressed it, right? They addressed it. They put something out, but it was a, a it was a statement of saying nothing, you know. And to me, it was like you know that was your opportunity to stand with black people before it was a uh, before it was a trend, before it was something to do. You know what I mean? They could have took her lowball offer and they could have gave her. Something she deserved, and I feel like companies like that, like where, or like let's talk about Starbucks. How a black man got arrested in Starbucks just for sitting there? It no, didn't even do. Let's that. go back to Netflix. And okay, Monique. let's go back to Netflix. The Monique thing is kind of iffy for me because I feel that if Monique was able to sell her arenas, mm-hmm. they would have gave her the price that she wants. Okay, Monique have not been in the spotlight for a very long time. That's like okay. Keisha Cole wanting the same price as Beyonce. Okay. Well, we know Beyonce can sell an arena, but we're not quite sure if Keisha Cole can sell that arena. So okay. guess what? We'll give you this sum to see what you can do. Okay. This first go around. And if you can prove to us that 
you can fill an arena. Mm -hmm. Maybe on your next special, mm -hmm. we'll give you what you want. Mm -hmm. Mo Monique has burned a lot of bridges in the, in the industry. Uh-huh. You know I get passionate when we're talking about stand-up. Well, 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 I, okay. I, I, I know you I'll do. I'll put it to you, you, know? like this, right? Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, you're a makeup artist, right? You do makeup. That's how you make your living, right? Yes. Okay. Now, in pre-production, when we spoke about this, mm -hmm. right, you compared your situation to Sir John, which is the young man who does Beyonce's, Beyonce's makeup, makeup for the yeah. people who don't know, right? Yeah. And what I said, what my point was, Although you are not Sir John, mm -hmm. you are still an artist, and you still deserve to be paid. I'm still the a, right I'm amount. still an artist, but however, uh -huh. I can't expect to get the same price as Sir John when he's already no, and so I'm big the in the industry. Price. Not the same price, but you still deserve what you what you deserve. You're not gonna go do nobody's makeup for a dollar ninety nine, right? Even though you're not Sir John. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So what I'm saying is, it's not a matter of her being paid the same amount as Amy, Amy Schumer or other comics who uh, who sell out arenas, but give her her due. She not worth she not worth a dollar ninety nine cents. Would you agree? She's not worth one one ninety nine. But uh -huh. however, they were offering her like I believe like five hundred thousand dollars. And then let's say, all right, boom. Let's take your point of, well, we gonna pay you a, a small amount and show us that you could bring box office revenue in, right? So imagine let's for 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 the, to make it keep it simple. Let's say they offer her two dollars to do a special, right? And then the revenue they make off the special is five hundred dollars, right? And it's like, bro, I just you just paid me two dollars, so a special made five hundred off of it, and now I gotta go do like I had to, I had to over, I had to, I had to lose so much money to even. It's like an audition. It's like why do I have to audition? You know what I mean? You losing so much revenue and so much of what you're doing, and now I got to wait for the next one to get paid. It's like, you know, it's not right. You see what I'm saying? I don't see what you're saying. No. I, I do not okay, agree with you. Okay, and we could agree to disagree. We can. But uh, before Black Lives Matter became a trend, they could have showed their support. And they would have been more genuine. And I, what was I getting to? Starbucks, right? Yes. And Like companies like Starbucks who, uh, who uh, had a black man arrested for literally just sitting in a store, right? And... Um, you know they sent they you know they sent out I'm a rewards member so they sent me my little Black Lives Matter email mm -hmm. and then I think three days later it dropped that uh, so they sent some uh, one of their employees home for a Black because Lives Matter the, the pin, mask right yeah or a mask or whatever and to me it's like you know you just sent me that email saying that you stand with me you stand with my people. And then somebody's but wearing, then you're sending your people home exactly, from wearing a mask, right? Well, you know I believe that Starbucks is racist anyway because you don't see a, a Starbucks in the hood. Uh, I wouldn't go so f I, I I can't go that far to say they racist. I think there's a lot of people behind that then company. Why is there no Starbucks in the hood? It's Starbucks in the hood. Where? Well, you got to think if there was a Starbucks in the hood, you got to think, that, bro. That's that's a whole other issue. We can talk about that in the next episode. But if there was a Starbucks in the projects, you think people would go by? Yeah, I doubt it. Who do you think going going and buying Starbucks in the city? People from the projects. All right, they have, so they have money. All right, so I challenge you to open up a coffee shop in the middle of Brownsville. Okay. Okay. We there's a there's a Dunkin' Donuts in the middle of Brownville quit. and they're crowded. Ronald, quit playing Every morning. with me. You know, ain't Starbucks in the hood? Seven Eleven don't even make money in the hood. They do. No, they don't. They All have right. Food stamps. Okay, so we got through Black Lives Matter. You got any, you got any shit you want to pop? Pop your shit. <sighs> any more shit in terms of Black Lives Matter? Because we had another one. Um. We had the lawyers pulling out the uh, guns. On oh, them. my goodness. Yeah, the lawyers, I believe they were in, they're in St. Louis. 
There was protesters that were going to the mayor's house to protest because I believe she um, sent out the addresses of some of someone. Mm-hmm. And the protesters came through the gate, and this man and his wife came outside with their guns drawn, mm-hmm. and they looked like they was ready to just shoot when mm-hmm. it was a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. And I saw that he was on a show last night with... Um, 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 Governor Cuomo's um, brother show, and he said that he was a victim. He mm-hmm. said he felt for his life. Mm-hmm. He felt that the protesters was going to come and destroy his property. Mm-hmm. They was going to burn his house down that he spent 32 years renovating. I feel if you got to spend 32 years renovating a house, you, you don't need to be <laughs> yeah, house. I thought the, 30, 32 you, years When we to, spoke to about that in pre-pro, I'm like, how the hell take that <laughs> long? Yeah, exactly. You need a new house. You need to, just, you know, you and, need to get some fireworks and burn that motherfucker down. And so um, Cuomo asked him, uh-huh. was, was your property damaged? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, my life is, my life is damaged. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot like the Amy Cooper girl. Yeah. Who, uh, you know the Amy Cooper girl. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know the situation with Amy Cooper was uh, she was walking her dog without a leash in the park. A black man just asked her to put the, um, allegedly, the black man just asked her to put her dog a uh, leash on her dog and she proceeded and to she call the crazy. cops. And he recorded it and she made, she was very frantic on the call, which probably could have led the cops to come like with their guns drawn or whatever. Just putting the black man in a very, dis- very dangerous situation. Um, and, I think the first thing I seen on her interview was like this ruined my life, and it's like, and it should, uh, you know, right? Like because it, to me, you could like, have ruined that black man's life. Uh-huh. Who is? I believe he was a Harvard graduate, uh-huh. and, and he's he was, a he's a bird watcher, yeah, a like, bird watcher, right? Like you're calling you're calling the cops on a bird watcher, saying that you that you fear for your life. Yeah, I want like go- you deserve to lose your job, your house, your car. They even came and took the dog away, away from her. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go on record and say. That uh, bird watches that at least threaten them motherfuckers. You can find prospects. I don't even know what a bird watcher is. Yeah, I didn't. Even, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. But you know, um, all jokes aside, you know, uh, we've been planning this podcast for a while now, and the, one of the big things we wanted to get to was uh, talking about uh, how racism impacts us and how this whole movement impacts us and uh, where they was taking it. And a lot of times they like to switch the narrative, man. They like to. Um, they like to show videos of people looting and, you know, they like to, they don't, they don't, they switch the narrative a lot. And so yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, anybody who speaks on it, especially from the black community, we got to control the narrative. We got to, we got to, we got to speak what's real. We got to we bring do. it out in the right way because uh, you let CNN tell you, not CNN, I'm sorry, Fox News tell you, you know, we, we don't got a purpose. We don't got a fight. We don't got, no. we doing this for nothing. We, we woke up one day and just decided to light Target on fire. <laughs> so you know, I feel like uh, anybody who speaks on it, we gotta we gotta give them the real. And to be honest, it the people that started the fire, it was it wasn't the the, the, the black people. Mm-hmm. It was the whites starting the fire, oh, trying to make us they, look bad. There was like, videos of for cops the, um, starting, uh, starting exactly. undercover cops starting uh, shit. So you know, we know the real. We know we know. Like I said, we just gotta control that narrative, man. Because like we let them control the narrative, we the worst fucking people in the world, and we stole and we whatever. So. Um, on the lighter subjects, right? BT Awards is this weekend, and a lot of their uh, performances, and even a really good commercial, highlighted uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. So, uh, go ahead, pop your shit. The BT Awards was everything this past Sunday. Uh-huh. They celebrated its twentieth anniversary. Uh-huh. The um, award show was hosted virtually by the also pro-black Amanda Seals. Uh-huh. I think she did a 
excellent job. Wait, hold on. Can we? Who's Amanda Seals? I don't know, like who she Amanda is. Amanda Seals. She's a comedian, actress. She's like she's she's down. She's a comedian. For, she's down for anything black. Yeah, you should know her. She has a special on Netflix. A special. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, keep going. <laughs> Amanda Seals. Yes. All right. She's also on the um, show Insecure. Do you watch that? Oh, that's why I don't know who she oh, is, because that show is ass. Keep oh, going. Jesus, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> keep going with your... Well, you know, for this show, Amanda, she rocked all black designers for 13 of mm-hmm. her costume changes. She wore designs from Pia Morse, Grayscale, Sergio Hudson, Ducky Confetti, and mm-hmm. she represented Harlem's own Dapper Dan for Gucci. Mm-hmm. The BET Wars had a lot of performances um, going on. Who there was you say, one who was your favorite? Megan Thee Stallion. You a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you a hoe. I Whatever. thought she was going to say one of the... I think the baby had a uh, one where he did his whole performance with a cop on his neck. Yeah, that was good. But you like the whole shit. Yeah. You a bald head hoe. Let me finish. Let me finish All right, talking God, my shit. Thing. You, you could go off for me. Pop your shit. <laughs> There was a gospel performance by the um, 12-year-old singer, Kadreen Bryant. Uh-huh. Um, he sung his his virtual hit, I Just Want to Live. Uh-huh. That performance also gave me chills. I, out of all the performance, I would say his was the best. The gospel? Yeah. Because he's 12, year old, he's 12 years old and he went viral and his, and his, his singing ability is like through the roof. The gospel? Yeah. Over then we the had Chuck D and okay. Flavor Flav. That gave us a re-edition of their 1989 hit, Fight the Power. Hold on, y'all left Favor Flav back on the he was back. Awards? He was back on the BET Awards. Yes, he did. He had the clock? Yep. Yo, uh, Flavor Flav be setting us back 500 years. <laughs> leave, that, leave that man alone. Yo, um, now nah, yeah, Flavor Flav got to go. He's just trying to feed his children. He got to trade him. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there was a special part on the BET Awards when they introduced us to Princeton University's first black violin Victorian in mm-hmm. his 274-year history. Mm-hmm. Please explain to me why that wasn't headline news. Like, do you know how many black kids were inspired know why that wasn't, by this awesome news? You know why that wasn't headline news. They too busy showing us. Yeah, I know. Uh, Robin liquor stores and yeah. shit. You know why it wasn't headline yeah. news. And uh, uh, let me see what I seen at the BT was. I saw the baby's performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was dope. Uh, I want to know is he did the whole song with the with the cop with the fake cop on his neck. Uh, I wonder like Wait, it wasn't the entire song. It, was just, it wasn't the entire no. song. It was oh. like uh, um, like a little every snippet. part of it I seen. Yeah, had the but. I thought that was dope. Um, who else I seen? I seen Megan Thee Stallion shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit was crazy. But uh, yeah, I love Megan Thee Stallion. Anyway, I told also about her you know day. whatever. Uh, My girl Beyonce, she also received the prestigious BET Humanitarian Award mm-hmm. from our First Lady Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. which I thought that was like the greatest thing ever Beyonce? to have. Yeah, I don't know. She a little bit overrated to me. Beyonce? Beyonce ain't put out an album in how long? <laughs> All right. Um, okay. The humanitarian role for Michelle Obama. Go ahead. Keep going. I just had to piss you off. You love pissing me off. <laughs> Leave Yo, Beyonce out Hold on. This. For the people that don't know, this nigga love Beyonce. Like, yeah. he love her. Him, yeah. uh, the Kim, Beyonce and Kim Kardashian? <laughs> and Kim Kardashian West. West? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, back to... Okay, Beyonce won the humanitarian award. Yes. Uh-huh. Undeservingly. And, no, she does she does great things for for her for her um see her hometown, Houston. Okay. So that don't mean she deserve it. Yes, she do. No, she didn't. Whatever. No, she didn't. 
Tell me why she don't deserve it. Because she don't deserve why? it. Why? Because the city girls deserved it. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, hey. Okay. Act By up, the way, city girls dropped up. their album, City Act on Lock. Up, you can get snatched up. Act up, you can get snatched up. That's last year. You're not going to finish the lyrics? No. Okay, City Girls just dropped their album. They dropped them out their album last week, City uh-huh. on Lock, with Lee Single Jobs. Uh-huh. All I have to say is JT and Young Miami did this. Shit. This album made Pop me want to open an OnlyFans account, Pop. shake my ass, and tell motherfuckers, bitch, I don't Pop work jobs. I am a job. Pop your shit. Um, yeah, City Girls. Um, pre-production. We had pre-production, and we said that we was going to be uh, talking about City Girls, and I swear to God, I tried to listen to their album. I made it through about 57 seconds, and I was like, uh, he going to have to talk about this. So, You're um, lame. What I'll say is, um, uh, I'm glad JT is free. She cute. Free JT. Uh, she free. What you saying free her for? Just because. Uh, well, this is, free JT. I want to say free JT. She's free. She's okay. free, sir. Anyway, uh, what I want to talk about, you done with your city girls? With sure. your stripper fight music? Sure. Bow head ho shit. Anyway, mm-hmm. um... <laughs> Uh, what I want to? Oh yeah, six nine. All right, bro. I got so much opinions Snitch on six nine. nine. Snitch nine. Call mm-hmm. him whatever you want to call him, right? Okay. Uh, six nine got out about two months ago, right? Okay. He dropped the single Goober, right? Uh, and I thought it was it was all right. It, I felt like it was a twerking it's a nice song. I like it. it. Was, yeah, it was like it was a twerk it's a, it's song. A song. I felt like strip club. yeah, but um, then he dropped Trolls with Nicki, right? Okay. Uh, uh, I also, Trolls. I also like that song. I I love trolls. Mm, the video was uh-huh, everything. Yeah, like very yeah, colorful. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I like that song. What I will say is, um, yo, bro, y'all can't stop six nine. They can't stop him. They trying to cancel Meek Mill, Young Thug, Trippy Red. Yo, this man snitched on his whole gang, and he's outside dropping bangers. He went number one with no radio play, no playlisting, and don't listen. For he all my went, hood he friends, went number one, no, no, but he's this also is this okay. Is For all my hood friends, I don't condone the snitching, right? But I'm here to tell you the truth. Y'all can't stop him, bro. Yeah, cannot. This man's fan base is ridiculous, right? I, I, I don't agree to snitching. Whatever, boom, boom. I'm, I don't really care. I feel like okay. One thing on the snitching, right? I feel like I got so much to say. Uh, one thing on the snitching, right? The snitching is like, bro. To be honest with you, it's people who don't live by that code. Like if you grow up and you like that and you really you really that like you really cut like that, mm-hmm. then you live by the no snitching code. Okay. But in real life, six nine was never like that. We knew he was never like that. That it was a gimmick, and we knew it was a gimmick, but we bought into it because it was entertaining, right? He ain't no fucking that. He wear fucking lace front wigs. At, this yeah, but even blonde before, wigs even and before that, rainbow. He's like a little queen. Even before that, like we knew six nine wasn't a thug. Like I think we could all agree that six nine wasn't. Yeah. Right. So him not him not adhering to the street code is like. It's not a big deal to me because that's not his. It's like being mad at at at, at, at like, and I was gonna say Martha Stewart, but Martha Stewart didn't snitch. That's crazy. Martha Stewart is more of a real nigga. Martha than is gangster. That's like you she being mad. She took her time and said, "I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna bake cookies for for these for these women, and and spend my time making quilts and shit." That's like you being mad at like Hillary Clinton or some, like somebody who don't like they not like that. That's yeah. not they. That's not their philosophy. That's not that's not what he grew up on. He like, bro, and to me. I want from Brooklyn, right? He's from Brooklyn, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. we taking a big L there. But like to he to see like how he came out. I was curious to see when he came out what he was gonna do, like what what gimmick he was gonna try to use, what lane he was gonna try to take it. Okay. And he been straight up been like he's just straight up been like, yo, I'm a snitch. I am what I am. 
I got a big bag. I'm still making music. I, I he just bro the fact that he just went number one, the streets is dead. Like the all, Meek Mill, all all the little gangster rappers that hate him so much, bro. How y'all let him go number one with no radio play? He went number one, but he also is number thirty four this week, which is the biggest fail for number one debate in the Hot One Hundred history. But he he was still number one though. It don't matter. No, I get you. Like it's a big you L. Be, it's a big. You're gonna be number thirty-four he took a, this week. He took a big L. I'll give you that. But to go number one on Billboard with no radio play, no playlisting, like this is stuff like artists like Drake, which is Drake is for y'all who don't know, Drake is my favorite artist of all time. Drake, Kendrick, J Cole, the top charting artists. Okay. They could never go number one like without without playlisting help from Apple and Spotify. Without um without radio play like spins on the radio, like that's a like that's crazy like it's it's a crazy accomplishment and I like the song I don't condone snitching for the all song my is nice for I all love my the song. for all my gangbanger friends I don't condone snitching I promise you but the song is good and he went number one and I think the fact that like everybody on Twitter when he first started snitching everybody on Twitter and social media which the real thugs ain't on Twitter and social media anyway but. Uh, everybody was like, "Oh, he's not. Even if he gets out, he's gonna have to go on witness protection, and he's not gonna make it to his thirty third birthday." And like that nigga is chilling right now. Every time they find out where he yeah, lives, he's chilling, scared. Oh well. Every time they find out where he lived, they just move that nigga to a new house. So, um, okay. I just wanted to speak on the six nine situation because, th- despite anything, the little nigga's entertaining, and we knew he wasn't gangster. I don't know why y'all expected him to hold it down for these blood niggas that was fucking his baby moms and shit. But uh, yeah, like he's entertaining. It's it's like a reality show to me. I don't take I, like to me. I don't take it serious. Okay, I, I love it. Are we done talking about six nine or yeah. snitch nine? Six nine, sixty nine, okay. however you want to put it. What's next? Uh, you said you wanted to get into it on the shy, so I'm gonna let you pop your shit. Pop your shit, huh? The shy, the shy is a show that's on that is on Showtime. Uh-huh. Um, it's been on for I think this is the third season. It's been on. Uh huh. And um, this season. They're bringing more of the LGBTQ community into the acting roles. Like Luke okay. James, he's an actor. He's playing a thug. And okay. he's also dating a transgender, mm-hmm. which is something major that you don't see on shows. You you really don't hear anything Wait, huh, about that? transgenders. I, repeat it. I didn't hear you. Luke James is an actor. He's a singer. Uh-huh. He's playing a thug on the show. Uh-huh. Like a gangster. Uh-huh. But he's dating a transgender. On the show? On the show. And how do how how they feel about that? I mean, I've heard great reviews about it, but you know, I mean, the people I in the show. Any, like, I haven't heard anything. So wait, he's say anything. What about does his him. thug friend say about that? Well, the thug friends don't know yet. Yo, we wasn't scheduled to this talk about this. This was the first episode that happened. Yeah, we wasn't. Sunday. We wasn't scheduled to talk about this, but I do want to bring something up real quick okay. regarding the LBGTQ community, right? What about it? Uh, speaking of transgender, right? Uh huh. Because uh, me and my mom was talking about this in the car earlier. Um, uh, you heard about Dwayne Wade and his son, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Did you hear about like all the all the backlash that he got for that? Yeah, it's crazy. That? How you feel about that? I feel it's crazy. Mm-hmm. If if Dwayne, I think his name is um um Zaya. 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 If the... Zaya wants to be a lady, let okay. her be a lady. Okay. She's not hurting anyone. Okay. She has enough money where she can get her sex change. Okay. She can live her life. She can uh-huh. get the illest stylist. She could get the illest fashion. And be the young woman that she dreamed to be. I'm here for it. I'm here that Dwayne Wade accepts his son. You okay. know, I it, think that's. 
I mean, I don't have kids. I don't know what it, I literally have no idea what it is to be a parent. Okay. But and just in my opinion, I think that how D Wade is accepting his son and publicly like accepting his son and because you know uh, when you, it's just to me, I think it's phenomenal parenting. Just letting your kid know that I don't care what you prefer or who you feel like. I want you to be who you are. Yeah. I think that's dope. It um, is. Okay. So, so one of the, let me ask you a question. Okay. Go ahead. If you Popular were a shit. parent. If I were a parent. And you had a son. And I had a son. And your son came to you at 12 and told you that he's a girl. Okay. How will you feel about that? Um, I would feel, I, 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 I probably use Dwayne Wade's situation as, as, a, as okay, a model. Okay. Listen, to me, uh, as it pertains to LBGTQ, uh, I really, uh, to be quite frank with you, I don't care who other people sleep with. Okay. I really don't. I don't. I uh, like. I think I look at gay people as regular ass people. Okay. Um, um. Uh, if my son was gay, I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. Okay. Okay. I'd probably go to the park and you know look for dick with him. Nah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the park. Nah, I'm playing. Uh, but yeah, I like as it pertains to who other people have sex with. I really don't care. I love gay people. I love bi people. Uh, I have uh, I have uh. Gay friends, bi friends. I don't really know any. Tra- oh, I know one trans person, but I work with the person, so I wouldn't consider them a friend. But like, I, I like, I just, I really don't care who other people have sex with. To be okay, honest with okay. you, it doesn't, it doesn't have any bearing on your personality to me. Okay. So, um, but what I wanted to, what I wanted to get to was one of, um, one of, one of the biggest uh, criticizers. Of, I don't even know if that's a word. Criticizers of the situation was the rapper Lil Boozy. You know who that okay, is? Okay. Yeah. Boozy badass. Little Boozy badass. Okay, a white so, me down. Uh huh. Put your pussy lips on live. I give you a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. All right, that guy. Um, as it pertains to the boozy situation, he he came out and he was like, "Don't let him cut his dick off," and you know whatever. And I, I'm not sure. I don't know what the situation is on actually like the him them going through with the sex change, right? I don't know how. Uh, well, they I are believe in, that process, in order to get but, a sex change, you have to be 18. Okay. So um. And then it came out, Boozy did a live, and I guess he thought this shit was cute. I don't know if you heard about this, but Boozy did a live talking about how he let his uh, 11, 11-year-old he paid, son. He paid his 11, uh, a, a prostitute to give his 11-year-old son head. And right? his nephew. And his nephew, right? Yeah. His, so ass, he paid, his ass should be in jail. He paid for his kids to be Black sexual, ass. to be molested, right? And to me, I think that's so crazy. And what me and my mom was talking about, right? And this is all allegedly. I don't know Lil Boozy. I don't know none of these people, right? Okay. But I think psychologically, right, for you to be to for you to 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 I'm have your all these big words on me. <laughs> for <laughs> you to have your preteen son receive oral sex from a grown woman and pay for somebody to do it, I think that's deep seated insecurities about maybe his own homosexuality. Because for you to care that much that your son is interested and in sex alleged. from women, right? Alleged. I don't. Like, this is just a theory. It's my opinion. I'm I'm allowed to have my opinion. Yes. I feel like that comes from real deep seated insecurities about his own sexuality, right? Possibly. So, um, I just wanted to address that because we we spoke about the shot and the LBG, mm-hmm. LBGTQ. Yeah, I feel Y'all, that it, it little boozy now, right? is a. We got a plus. I don't know what the plus means. Oh, accent. I thought that shit was a streaming service when I heard <laughs> that shit. LBGTQ plus. But anyway, I just wanted to speak on that because me and my mom spoke about it earlier, and I was just like, "Damn, like it's crazy. Like we live in a world where, like, y'all paying for eleven year olds to get head. Like that's crazy. 
That's weird. And me. and he's okay with it. Like for him to get uh-huh. on his live and say that he did it, like I'm not understanding it, like why why he's not in jail or why he's not under investigation uh-huh. um for that. Because that's like he should be in jail. The prostitute should be in jail. Uh-huh. And the child should be in some kind of foster care because I feel like that's not uh, that's not a good parenting skill to set your child. If like it had that. been anybody other than Lil Boosie, they'd be in jail for uh, child endangerment. No, uh, I feel that if it would have been a male. Wait a minute. I feel ahead. that if, your shit. If, <laughs> your shit, huh? if Lil Boosie would have paid a man to have sex with his 11 year old daughter. Mm-hmm. Then it would have been a big issue. Uh-huh. I feel that because he did it for us, his son. That's a great point. It's not a big deal. I, I, that's a great because point. they're like, oh, my son been fucking at age eleven. My uh-huh. son this, my son. And that. you don't know how many my times my son is the man. My son is this, but it was a female doing it. Oh, she's a hoe. She's a slut. You don't know how many times I heard stories like, like oh, and uh, like oh, like you know, when I was thirteen, I was fucking my babysitter, or whatever, and it's like. Dog, you saying that like it's cool, dog. You was raped, dog. Exactly. You were statutorily exactly. raped, my G. Like, and you probably should seek like, help. That's not anything. Like, that's not anything that's, to and, brag about. And also, if would have been, if it would have been a man having sex with an eleven year old boy, uh-huh. it also would have been a big issue. Yeah, and to me, like that shit is not cute, dog. And but that wasn't. I promise you, we did not talk about this in pre production. It's not on our outline here. It literally came up in conversation earlier, and because the word transgender came up popping in my head, and so we addressed that. Uh, Lil Boozy, you a pig. Uh, Zaya, yeah. you go ahead and do that thing, girl. Do we love you thing. over we here. We love you. Um, the last thing on our core topics that I wanted to talk about, you know, I've been I've been fiending to talk about this since we was in pre-production, oh, Jesus. right? I know. Okay, <laughs> Will Smith, Jada Pickett Smith, August Alcina. All right, boom. So yesterday, literally, we were in the middle. Was it yesterday we did pre-production? Last night. Last night, we was in pre-production, right? Yep. And right across my phone, the shade room had an interview with August Alcina. Where he, uh, it wasn't a shade room. It was, um, he did an interview with Angela. He Angela did an interview, Lee. but hey, I saw it on the shade room. Okay, okay. Okay. So um, where was I? Okay, so August Alcina did an interview, and he confirmed that he was in a relationship with Jada Pickett-Smith. And that Will Smith gave him the okay to be in a relationship with Jada Pickett-Smith, right? Now, the first I heard about this was last year. I don't know if y'all know. Go ahead and look it up uh, if y'all get a chance. He dropped a song. It was a remix to Kalani's Nanya. And he had, the video has a text thread, an iMessage thread, like basically with a conversation saying like, uh, the woman was like uh, pressing him about who he's dealing with. And he's like, why are you asking me about who's fucking me? Ah, ah, boom, boom. And the name on the... um. On the text thread was Corin. Okay. Right? Just so happens that Corin happens Jada's to be Jada Pickett Smith's middle name. Okay. Right. So this is where the speculation started last year, right? And it kind of died down and it was more like whatever. And then um I, I everybody knew everybody kind of realized they had a close relationship. If you go on Instagram Jada I, and and what's his name? Alcina. Alcina, yeah. Like uh, hold on. If if you let me pull it up. August they, Yeah, they on on Jada's uh birthday, uh he wrote like this long paragraph basically saying that, you know, she was the love of his life. And in the interview, he said that the relationship really damaged him. He gave it his all. And Jada basically wasn't trying to leave Will, right? Don't I you won, go swiping I won, left. I wonder don't who was go, doing who. Don't you go swiping left in my damn phone. Okay. All right. Um 
And so did you catch what I just said? You wonder who was who was doing who? Huh? <laughs> I'm confused. Who was doing who? Who was doing who? Who was doing who? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. For real, August Alcina. Yeah. Woo, child. Um, <laughs> shout out to the LBGTQ community. Uh, shout out to How the you plus. Doing? Um, anyway, so, um, then, uh, you know how Twitter, Twitter get to doing their thing. So I come up on Twitter, these motherfuckers <laughs> turn into fucking, yo, I ain't never, Twitter's an FBI. So then they pulling up receipts or like old pictures of them or whatever. And, um, to me, the whole situation was crazy. What I wanted to bring up about the situation was this, uh, Jada Pickett Smith, and I just wanted to shift the narrative just a little bit, right? Okay. Because this is my podcast and I can. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, when I first heard the story, one of my first thoughts was, um, and because I think it's been common knowledge that they are an open open marriage at this point, right? That's what I heard. Yeah, that was it's, it's pretty, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So to me, you know, um, August Alcina is twenty five years younger than Jada Pickett Smith. Right? Oh wow! Yep, August Alcina was diagnosed with lupus at the time he met Jada Pickett Smith. Okay, he was in a very vulnerable spot when he met Jada Pickett Smith. Okay. You know, uh, allegedly they did they 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 started doing their thing and uh, and Jada is also very much married, mm-hmm, very much married. But if it's an open relationship, the marriage part is really you know if if we're in an open relationship, the marriage part is kind of irrelevant. Well, right? you know, I get it, but you but, can't be but hurt at the end of the day to over, me, over a married woman. Uh, if uh, to change the narrative a little bit, mm-hmm. I feel like if the situation was flipped and it was Will Smith. Dating uh, a woman that was 25 years younger than him. Okay. And she was sick and vulnerable, and then he just kind of left her like that. I feel like the narrative, like, you know, I feel like social media will be on his ass. They'll be calling him all types of pieces of shits and all type of, you know how, yo, listen. But that's the side piece. On, uh, you know how women get in their bag on social media. Niggas ain't shit. Nigga, the boom, boom, boom. And I feel like that, that, that side of it really didn't get told. Like, nobody cared about that part on Twitter. It was like, because August Alcina is a man, he's expected not to have feelings. Like, you know, there's no sympathy towards the fact that this lady broke his heart. And she's way older than him, and he was vulnerable when they met. And, you know, to me, you I don't know. You can't be the side piece we and catch a, feelings. I, I hear that. Uh, I just wanted to um, speak on men because, you know, we got feelings too. And when y'all play us like that, you know, I don't have feelings. Uh, we know you don't got feelings. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to talk about that shit right now. Okay. But, you know, I just wanted to flip the narrative a little bit because the first thing I thought was, if this was if, if if the situation was flipped, and there was a girl saying how much Will broke her heart, and how uh you know he almost didn't make it through their relationship or whatever, and the girl just happened to be twenty five years younger than Will Smith, I think social media would be giving him hell. I think he would be canceled. And this is not to say that I think Jada Pickett Smith should be canceled because I love black women and I I don't tear down black women. Um. But, you know, I just wanted to shift the narrative for men because, uh, you know, men are seen like, 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 uh, like to not have feelings. Like, yeah, it had it been in a situation where it's like they'd have been like, yo, Will broke that girl heart, blah, blah, blah. And August Alcina is basically conveying that <laughs> that lady broke his heart. A side piece heart cannot be broken. When you're dealing with somebody with someone that's in a relationship, uh-huh. you know what you're getting yourself into. Okay. Their heart is gonna be at home. Okay. You're the side piece. Learn your role. Play your role right. Get the poom poom and move on. All right, I'm rolling with that. I'm rolling with that. I just wanted to change the narrative a little bit. You know, I gotta I gotta hold it down for the fellas who, you know, I'm a cancer, so I'm sensitive. 
Listen. You know what I mean? Speaking of being a cancer, uh, my birthday is in two weeks, July 13th, if anybody. Oh, happy birthday. See someone. Nah, we're we going to say that for the next episode. Okay. When you coming back from Vegas? Um, shh. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> when is the next time I'm going to see you? Next week. Next week at what time? I don't know. All right. Next week, Wednesday. Oh, shit. At I... 7. Uh, okay, I'm going to edit it out if I have to. Yeah. Okay. No, you don't have to. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, uh, me, auntie. All right. So we got the segment, right? It's called Me, auntie. This is the segment where Uncle Ron, he going to roast somebody. It's going to happen every week. He going to roast somebody. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to just say pop your shit into this microphone like 157 times while he pops his shit. Uh, you need to pull something up on your phone real quick? No. All right. So this week's mean auntie rant goes against... The tired played out Kaya. Pop your shit, huh? Kaya, I was once a fan of yours. Pop your shit, I huh? love your song, uh, My Neck, My Back. It was a hit in, I believe, the year 2000. Pop it's, your shit, huh? It, it, it was played everywhere. Even now, today, it's played everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem that I have with you is the things that you say about the LGBTQ community. Pop you make shit. fun of, of people having HIV AIDS. Okay. You make fun of a transgender. That's you, not funny. You misgender them. You you will call a female a him when uh-huh. that's not how they want to be known as. They want to be known as a female. Mm-hmm. And you just get on and you say the most nastiest, runchiest shit. The same way, I'm pretty sure you want to be known as a musician when you're not, because you're trash. All right, keep going. That was my little rant. Go ahead. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Look, I done forgot what I had to say. You should don't, don't be pop cutting, your don't shit, be cutting huh? me off and pop shit. Pop your shit, you know, huh? I'm, I'm old. Pop your shit, huh? But I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm not gonna say too, too much about her. She's a, she's a female, and I don't want to disrespect her. Mm-hmm. If she ever listened to us, the LGBT community have your back, like. We try to put you back on the map, and you just clearly keep on making fun of us. You make fun of the Bobby Lights. You saying that he's a hoe and he has HIV in his ass, and he's passing out to other people. That's shit that you just can't get on air and talk about. This could happen to anybody. HIV is not a gay disease. You, your husband, could go out and fuck someone and bring it home to you, and now guess what? You're HIV positive, Kaya. You're talented. You're funny. She is you not can talented. F- she is. She writes all her music. She um, does her own beats. Pop your shit. <laughs> Pop your shit. But anyway, Kaya, leave us alone. Leave the LGBT community alone. Stop talking nasty shit about us. All right. We don't got much time. Okay. And you ain't going to get rid in the middle of my sports segment. Oh, yeah. Do, do your right. sports. All right. It's my I fa- don't know anything about gonna the sports segment. It's going to be my favorite part, okay. right? Okay, what's going down in sports? NBA playoff start in a month. We're going we to put a hold on NBA to announce that uh, Cam Newton just signed with the New England Patriots, right? Okay, I know Cam. You know he Cam? Has, his, 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 he dresses very well. He dresses very well? Mm-hmm. He, has a, he has a gay on payroll for his stylus. Oh, uh, well, uh, what team he play for? I don't know. What position he play for? I think he's from Savannah, Georgia. Uh, Cam Newton signed with the Patriots, which is big news for me because ever since I uh, fell in love with football, I've been a Patriots fan. Um, So to to see my team go from one MVP to another is great. I think Cam going to have a chip on his shoulder. I think he's going to be hungry. I think that uh, the Bills are asked out because they probably thought they was going to win the division this year. Okay. Um, 
Last, uh, but what I do want to speak on with the Cam Newton situation, Cam Newton's base salary is $1.5 million, where it's incentive-based, incentive so it can go up to $7 million, which is quite fucking ridiculous. Cam Newton is a former MVP. Cam Newton is coming off injury, yes, but he's a proven talent. Somebody should have gave that man more than fucking $1.5 million base. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, I feel the same way about Jameis Winston. I think he got like a $2 million base. And although Jameis Winston is fucking ass to me, and he threw uh, just as much interceptions as he did touchdowns, okay. he still did lead the league in touchdowns. Uh, the fact that two black quarterbacks, uh, he took a backup job, which is wild to me. He better than Gardner Minshew and fucking Chase Daniel. Gardner who? Oh, a bunch of fucking whack quarterbacks. Oh. Uh, and, and you can see uh, the disparity in the NFL with uh, black talent. But... On a happier note, uh, first of all, give get that man Cam some more money. I hope he I hope he make forty million dollars next year. But uh, my Me Patriots too. are back in the AFC East. We gonna win the we gonna win the AFC East. Uh, we coming for you, Patrick. Win the what? AFC East is our division. Oh, not East. I didn't say East. The visit the visit of what? Uh, that's the uh, what? <laughs> uh, okay, so football has divisions, right? Never mind. All right, there we yeah. go. That's what I like to hear. Um. <laughs> We don't have much time left, so uh, uh, we got one more segment, but it's not going to take place here. It's going to take. It already took place in my living room uh, earlier. Oh. It's my mom's segment, my mom's rant. She's going to give y'all some black-on-black crime uh, statistics, and she's going to rant for y'all. We're going to close out the show here. Uh, pop your shit, Unc. What you want to say? Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Come again and see us. Uh-huh. Uh, follow me on Instagram. That is at Karan, the comic, Q-U-R-A-N. T-H-E-C-O-M-I-C. I'm a comedian. I don't really got much jokes on my page. I got one really good joke, but y'all gonna fuck with it. I promise you y'all gonna fuck with it. So um, we'll see y'all next week uh, and enjoy my mother's rant. Follow me on IG too. B-K-O-M-H-O-M-E. All right.